Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFP Refugees Podcast. Ted here, John here, talking DC United, Washington Spirit, U.S. Men's, Women's National Team, soccer, any anything, anything soccer. All I think we're all, we're, all, we're all doing soccer all the time. Uh, John, my friend, how was your weekend? Hope it was good, other than the, the sadness on Saturday. Fill the fill the soccer. Sunday redeemed it a little bit. Yeah, Sunday's uh, Sunday's ending kind of redeemed Saturday's ending also. <laughs> uh, but you know, another week, another week, another podcast. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a mixed bag here of stuff to talk about. So that's that's I guess that's good. It could have been it could have been all bad things, and that's not what we have. Yep, uh, it could have been all bad. The, the Sunday did redeem itself. The spirit. I watched the. I, I guess I caught. I had to go uh, go out. It's my dad's birthday. He wanted to go to a, a Blue Ridge uh, tunnel. It's like the Blue Ridge tunnel out in Waynesboro and, and hit up a hit up a brewery afterwards. So I went cool. there for him. So I caught like the, the second half of the of the uh, Washington Spirit game. Happy uh, birthday, Ted's dad. Also, happy <laughs> birthday, producer Brian, for this weekend. Yes. Producer Brian was yesterday. My dad is today. So happy, happy birthday to my dad if he is watching. I'm sure he'll listen to the podcast. So I'm sure he'll hear that. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so we did that and watched the second half, and then uh, yeah, a great game then. And then the the kickers also got a two nothing victory, so that nice. was fun. Went out to three notch, so I figured I'd rep them to to bring some joy and some spirit before we get into some a little bit of sadness with DC. But uh, I wanted to wanted to start the show rather than going before we get into the games. Did want to? I think we had a couple things we wanted to bring off off sort of off of what we normally talk about. Um, the interesting thing that came across my plate. Uh, is Konami's eFootball, which apparently is going to be free to play. Uh, it's saying it's launching uh, in autumn sort of as basically a demo. Uh, they're only going to have a few teams to play, but it's free to play. Uh, but they announced they have acquired the license, not of not the MLS license, but of the Players Association. Um, so they have the license to basically have the players. Um, so I'm curious as to what what that means, what that means for the game. You know, it, the big the big knock against uh, against Pro Evolution or now eFootball or um, uh, eFootball and and all that stuff is is it's it's you always have sort of the the weird teams like Merseyside Red, Merseyside Blue, MLS. Uh, but American Soccer has not been represented. There's also uh, apparently, news coming out that I believe on in the, in, in the athletic article that talked about USL Pro Rel and sort of moving the season that they were in advanced talks with Konami to put USL in there. So if you get USL, if you get some you know some non real teams, we'll say you get you know Washington football team or something like that and throw that into to <laughs> that's, the game. That's, uh, or... that's that's stolen. You can't use that. That's taken. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Snyder yeah. might have a problem with that. Right. Um, Someone gets sued. The, uh, you could call it the Galacticos and do the Galaxy or, you know, or it'll probably be something like L.A. Yellow and L.A. Black or something like that will be what, what you'll see. Uh, you know, maybe D.C., you know, Washington, D.C. Reds or Black and Reds. Uh, who knows? Who knows who the crazy games to come up? But I think this is interesting. I think this is, you know, part of my frustration with FIFA and why I why I didn't buy it is because I it's it has the MLS license in there. It's the only game other than, I guess, uh, football manager that's sort of fully licensed. But they never seem to represent MLS well. You know, there's couple stadiums they add seem like they add like one stadium every year uh when you play career mode the there's no it's nothing like uh nothing like what you would see and not managing an actual mls team so i think this is interesting to see what konami can bring maybe they can figure out a way to to better replicate it uh the open cup won't just be mls teams it'll be just right. it'll be actual usl teams in there um so i'm, I'm kind of up. interested in it 
Give me a Champions League too. I'm I'm looking for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I, I, we've talked about this before. Let me pay you more money for all the things that I want. Yeah, like just how how much more could it cost you to develop these other? I don't know. It, it, sh- it should seem like marginal costs. Something that they should do for sure. That takes so away, but that takes away from their ultimate team. That's that's how it works. So, I'm talking about now on eFootball <laughs> where it's free to play. Like, there's. I feel like this would be this. This is an opportunity here to. It's like a like a loot crate type situation. You you buy. You don't know who you get, but you get a, you get a new league. Costs fifteen dollars. You yeah. could be getting the Finnish third division, or you could be getting NWSL. Who knows? Yeah. Also, I, NWSL will be in this game, correct? I believe that's our. Uh, I think that's I think that's correct. I think there'll be women's women's teams as well. Not not this year, but the following year. Uh, is that that's, I know football manager. I hadn't heard about eFootball bringing that into there. I could be wrong. You'd be wrong. But uh, but it, it's interesting to see because I think it's interesting from a concept of just changing up. I mean, yeah, for for a while, you know, PES eFootball has always been kind of kind of to the side. Now, anyone hoping? I think there was some. I was in some chat with some DC fans about this news and everything, and they're like, "Oh, maybe MLS will sign up with eFootball." I don't think that's happening. Uh, they have they have they are hook, line, and sinker with eMLS, and you know, playing on FIFA. Uh, FIFA is the more popular game, probably going to sell the most copies, all that stuff. So. Um, yeah, uh, is it dazed, uh, porpoise 97 says, I thought that was football manager, football manager. I know is, is looking to bring women's soccer into there. So that'll be interesting. I'm definitely trying to, I'm, I'm watching, uh, Zealand on YouTube to get up on football manager. I'm trying to, to learn how to play the That's game. Good. It is, it is intense. Ted, I, I, I opened it up one time and I was like, oh no, 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 too much. <laughs> not for me. Not for me at all. So if Ted figures it out, Ted will stream it on Twitch and, yes. uh, you know, I got some. Be cool. I got some good thing. Would you guys watch me? Like, I, I was thinking, like, the cool thing to do would be to take over DC next year and do like me versus Lasada each week, play a match and see like how 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 much better I can do at a video game, mind you, not in the real life. How much better I could do than than uh, than Lasada. I'm for uh, it. Let's do it. Let's be fun. That's great. It'd be fun. Um, but yeah, but uh, John, you had some news. Go ahead, jump yeah. into your news. Just sort of the, I think the, well, two things. One of the, one of, this is not necessarily soccer related yet, but I think it will be. Um, so, uh, Tops, who has made baseball cards forever, for my entire lifetime, two or three, uh, was previously the MLB rights holder for baseball cards. So, other, other companies could produce, uh, cards, but sometimes they would have no logos on the jerseys. Uh, it, it was stupid, basically. It was dumb. You could do it, but I, you know, I would never buy them. But, uh, the weird part here is Fanatics won the right to be have the MLB baseball card license. Uh, Fanatics, if you remember, the company that now owns pretty much every uh, uh, like pre- web presence uh, for merch for every sport, basically, is is Fanatics. MLS is Fanatics. Uh, European, I, I know I ordered uh, some stuff from Chelsea's Megastore. That's Fanatics UK. Uh, they're everywhere. They make their own in-house brand, and what they do there is they're they're giving these uh, leagues equity shares in in the organization in order to basically get them to give them their rights. So they give up a little bit of the profit, but then the leagues are not required to design or manufacture or market any of their own materials. They just get uh, a revenue stream they don't have to worry about. So I don't like that. Where that could come into soccer is. You know, we did a Parkside. We did a Parkside uh, sponsorship with NWSL cards. Uh, cards are still going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Cards are still. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a bubble that will eventually burst, and I don't want to predict when, but clearly, it will because it always does. Uh, but soccer cards are really big right now. Soccer cards, uh, men's, women's, European, uh, MLS, not yet, but I feel like that's maybe that's coming down the line. 
what what doesn't fanatics own what won't they own they're the <laughs> they are the evil death star of of sports merchandise i feel like the quality isn't very good of of the of the shirts like the like the in-store shirts that they make the t-shirts and whatnot i know that i i know that i uh, purchased one of the uh vamos por mas uh, t-shirts i don't know if it's a fanatics thing or something else but i will i'll have one eventually and i'll let you know how the quality is but uh, Cogsworth saying they miss the old DC United team store. I do too. Yeah. Man, I spent so much money in RFK in the team store. I, if I went back, it's probably like a non, a, a non minuscule part of my budget for whatever I was making back then. It was probably like ten percent of what I made was was being thrown right into that uh, into that team store. Okay, um, that is a DC United run collection, no fanatics affiliation. Good. So maybe. Maybe it will not pill up or 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 rip on me very quickly. It it is cool to see them do those types of things to, to very sort of cool. branch do out it all the time. Yeah, man. to to latch onto something like vamos por mas and and really sort of just kind of use it. Um, so I, I I'm I am all for this, all for this notion um of of trying to 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 do that. So, and then uh, two other quick things before we get started on our actual beat, uh, Kristen Press. Coming to Angel City FC, big, yep. big, big move. Highest paid player in NWSL. Uh, it's notable, I think, to me because basically what happened is in the expansion draft, uh, Louisville, Racing Louisville, took the rights for Tobin Heath and Kristen Press, and everyone was like, "You absolute idiot sandwich! They're not going to play for you. They'll never play for you. You didn't even ask them if they wanted to play for you before they took them. That was that was the most recent. That was about a month ago." When uh, when the coach there said we want to talk about players who want to play for us, so we're not talking about this anymore. And obviously, people were like, "We didn't even talk to him." Well, the finesse of taking them uh, was able. He was able to trade Kristen Press's rights, who was never going to play for them, for the 2022 first round draft pick uh, for Angel City, and also protection in the expansion round expansion draft. So they were basically able to just defer their draft picks a year. Uh, get the team established and make sure that no one was going to be taken from them uh, the following year. Amazing. And they still have Tobin Heath's uh, uh, rights and San Diego is a team that may be looking for her. So that's another, that's an, they might be able to get another first round draft pick out of this. So I, I think everyone that was, was dunking on them needs to maybe uh, chill out and, <laughs> and, uh, and eat a little crow on that. And then the last thing uh, is uh, Gotham city, Gotham FC's coach, Freya Coombs uh, also hired by angel city. In the middle of the season, a lot of people were very upset about this. I didn't get it really necessarily why people were so upset. Uh, the uh, the situation there is that uh, the season's still ongoing, right? And uh, Angel City will be picking out who they're going to draft uh, in the expansion draft. So there's some there's some conflict of interest, but this happens frequently. It usually happens in the closed season. So after the year, they'll they'll, they'll have a conversation about. You know, after this year, you'll come over. Uh, but it, it appears that there's going to be a, a more uh, a faster transition here for for Gotham. Gotham is doing well this season. They've had a very, they've had a much better season than in years past when they were Sky Blue. Uh, but there might be a coaching change here mid season instead of just sort of letting it go at the end of the year like it was. So uh, interesting. NWSL has had an interesting couple weeks, uh, months uh, ever. They've always been interesting. Chaos chaos continues at all times, but. Uh, and that's not even just the spirit. That's everybody. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I think we should – We should. you sort of let in with some NWSL news. I think we should continue this and talk a little bit about what's been happening with the Washington Spirit off off the field. Uh, we'll, we'll get I to guess. them. There, there was a development – another development. You're right. Yeah, so Pablo Maurer, uh, MLS, MLSist, also writer for The Athletic Reports, that Washington Spirit, uh, president of business operations, Lindsey Barnes. 
uh, parted ways. Mobile says Barnett was a participant in the recent investigation to Richie Burke and also raised concern about the club's recent uh, sponsorship deal with IntelliBridge, a defense contractor. Oh, boy. It, it, it is it is becoming increasingly – it is very much like this team just can't get out of its own way. Um, they have an incredibly talented roster. The story should be about this team and the season, and instead it's about this. And I really don't know – I really don't know what else to say. Uh, it doesn't look good. I'm sure there's more to this story. There has to be more. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I may have shot my shot in the DMs if she wanted to join the show. I didn't get a response. Can't believe it. Uh, uh, but the, the Spirit have had a challenging – Self-inflicted challenging couple weeks. Uh, there was uh, also, I don't think we talked about this, uh, Anson Dorrance, uh, legendary UNC coach, uh, women's coach, was brought on as an advisor to the to the team as sort of in a roster position. I don't oh, know, it was not was was not explained generally exactly what that was. Uh, so he, there was, uh, I mean, I, I had to, we had, I had to find this out after the fact. I didn't notice ahead of time. Uh, there was a settled sexual harassment uh, suit against him and and the university. Uh, I think it was 2019 or it was 2009 or 2019 uh, where uh, there was, you know, sexual comments uh, about with, uh, with the players, about the players, uh, no, no, uh, no misconduct individually with the players. It was not alleged that way, but it was it was very it was it was the type of move you don't make right now. Right. Like there, there you have conversations about, you know settlements and, and over time and people getting second chances or whatever but like uh after Richie Burke after the Richie Burke allegations after all the things that have gone on uh at, at the spirit you would likely from a just from a PR perspective just from a saving yourself a little bit of a headache you don't do that you just you just steer clear from any sort of sniff uh, of these issues and and instead uh, steering into the skid fully <laughs> they they did they went a different direction uh, and then this Lindsay news uh, the, the, the Jersey sponsorship, which you alluded to, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. Uh, there's also, I don't think we talked about this either. There is a petition. Uh, I think Rose city collective started a petition to buy the team, uh, <laughs> from Steve Baldwin. This will not work for a couple reasons. One of them is that tier one soccer, uh, yep. in NWSL requires a single owner or a majority owner with a net worth of $20 million. So unless, so we've got some deep-pocketed folks, uh, and maybe it's one of our Patreons. Maybe, maybe one of maybe one of you folks who generally give to the show are also sitting on twenty million dollars. Uh, it will not happen, but it is certainly now. It, the temperature has been raised. Uh, the Spirit Squadron are, are, are chanting at games uh, with allusions to what's been going on. So uh, it's it's a it's a whole big clown car of a mess right now off the field for the Spirit. I was looking, I was trying to figure out what, um, why Michelle Kang's, uh, net worth was and whether she, if she took over, did she make it? Does she hit the, the I mean, she, she has apparently worth? bought a five, a $6 million condo in Palm beach. Um, so probably uh, did not do, probably did not use, uh, 40% of her net worth on that. So see, maybe, maybe it's possible. I think this is, this is a situation. The, it, it, it again, this is Steve Baldwin making this call, doing this move. I had forgotten about the Anson, uh, that, that, that other story that completely just, Blew past my mind um, and everything like that. The the sponsorship, the sponsorship. I I don't know. You're in DC. That just I feel like that runs with the territory. Team, you know, see Lidos, see see. Yeah, that that's I, kind of that's, I, that's where the money is in this in this town. Unfortunately, folks, it, that's who has the money for these. It is, and I think I think if if that comes out earlier this year, 
I don't know if it makes the headways it's making right now. I, I think the time you. the timing about it is where it's coming. It's not saying it's not valid. I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm not saying that it is. It is not disappointing uh, considering uh, considering everything considering everything with the league. Um, I'll be curious. I, I'll be curious to see what happens. I don't think anything gets happens this season, but um, I'd be very curious. The the meeting that you know Michelle it wasn't Steve Baldwin meeting with with the commissioner in Houston. It was it was Michelle Kang, and I think that's that speaks a little bit of volumes about you know what what maybe she's thinking or what maybe the the league is thinking as far as what action to take here. Um, so I'll, I'll be very curious to see sort of kind of what what happens and what comes about um, with 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 this move and whether anything happens. Um, I don't know this. I feel like the 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 Anson hire. If you are a organization that is organized, you make that you and you say, "Hey, you know, we believe he's changed. This is a you know, we believe or we believe in him." You have a press conference, you address the situation, but it's kind of like, "Oh, he's hired," and then you're like, "Hold on a minute," but there's this, this, and this, and it's like, "Nope, we're not talking about that. Just we're just gonna keep keep moving on." So, um, I can tell you that Michelle Kang gave thirty six thousand dollars in the year twenty sixteen for political donations. So you don't do that if you're poor. <laughs> uh, for certain, and that uh, executives at her at her company are paid in the uh, high high ones to to mid threes. So again, she's the CEO and owner, so probably probably above that. So it's possible, folks. It's, it's entirely right. possible. That's about it. But it would be a you know a, a situation on that end. All right, we have we have driven far down the road. Let's yes. let's let's come back on these two games that have happened. One of which we're happy about, and one of which we're not as let, happy about. Let, 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 let's eat our vegetables. Let's talk about the sad yeah, one. Good idea. <laughs> let's talk uh, DC United falling two one to um, Atlanta United uh, on the day. A rough game, I think. Combined, this game I think hurt um, hurt a little bit more in my mind than than previous games. I mean, obviously home games. Obviously, you don't want to lose those. Uh, in any case, you want to win all your you want to win all your home games. Do what you can on the on the road to get some points. Um, th- this team is back in the they're back in the I you know yeah, they might miss the playoffs. I mean that that is the nature of what happened right now. I think they still stand a good chance. Uh, they got a lot of games left at home. Um, they played well enough to to get the win. Uh, their expected goals, by the way, in case you're curious, according to Footmob, two point one zero, one point three five expected goals for. That tracks. Yeah. I think with the misses for Ola and, and also the nature of Atlanta's goals, I think that that is, that is an entirely reasonable uh, projection on, on that. Yeah, I would have to look. I was trying to look to see if I could find where Ola where Ola's goal was, like what the expected metric was 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 with that, because um, that was a shot that went well, well over the bar, um, well over the bar there uh, for that goal for, from that um, from that angle. Um, but uh it was it was a it was a rough first half. I think the player that had the roughest time was was um, Kevin Paredes playing sort of the wing position. Um, I think it was just a it was a tough a tough tough game for him. I think he looked better once he slotted back to to right back. Um, and we will hold a little bit because we got Angus on the line uh, who wants to come in and talk a little bit, talk a little bit. Uh, I don't know what he wants to talk about. Producer we'll Brian, find we'll find out. We'll find out. Whatever you want, Angus. Whatever you want, man. Floor is yours. Hey guys, uh, I was just going to chime in about the game, the DC United game uh, as yeah. well. Talk a little bit about that with you guys. Um, yeah, I, I noticed because I was at the game um, and happened to be right where Ola Kamara skied that wonderful opportunity that he had in the first half. Um, I think your one of you guys who tweeted it during the game was right. I think the league is starting to figure out Ola Kamara and figure out how we want to get the ball to him. Um, which is fine when you have wingers like, I don't know, 
recently a Jordi Reyna or a Paul Areola that can kind of take the ball and create space regardless. Um, Cause Ola has said multiple times that he does not do that. He can't make chances out of nothing. He needs the service, right? So if you have wingers like a, in theory, a Paredes, a Reyna, uh, Areola, then it creates that space because defenders now have to be honest to the wingers. But you look at our injury situation and we're kind of um, SOL for when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, Angus, tell the truth. Tell the truth. The problem here is that Pablo put the hex on Ola by asking him about the golden boot, and now Ola is uh, yeah. forever mentally broken. That's that's the real problem here, I think. Yeah, no, crushed his crushed. He's, he's too in his head now. He's yep. in his own head. <laughs> he's thinking about it way too much. We need some um, MSL yeah, to, to bail him out. <clears throat> we need to bring back Quincy. Yep. We'll get him from Oakland. Um. Yeah, no, I think the game went, I think the game, I think it went well for a couple of people, right? I think Canau's finally coming back to the lineup. He's showing his rust, but it's get, it's, it was a chance for him to get that rust off. He's been going through a lot lately, so I can't put any blame on him for his performance individually. Um, just him getting out on the field is kind of a victory in, in and of itself. Flores while he can't shoot the ball, continued to find himself in good situations and get the yep. ball to his feet and continue to create chances. I think Paredes needs to do better with the chances that he gets, but that's all part of the learning curve because he's still 18, right, I think. Um, yep. Which is, you know, we forget that both all three of the kids, right, Paredes, Moses, and Yao are all under the age of 19, um, which is baffling but you know that's fine um you know it it let us know that Kempen really isn't it even though he did have a couple of good saves I'll give him credit for where credit is due um he did stop that one-on-one with Martinez I think Martinez had a shocker of a game which is a testament to our defense in some regard he's had a shocker Um, of a season Angus before this game he only had eight shots in 13 games yeah Right, and he had plenty of chances against. He had plenty of chances with the ball at his feet, but couldn't convert. Um, and I think that that shows that that does give some sort of good things to our defense, which I might add is the barest of bare bones at the moment, especially with Andy getting called up for the World Cup qualifying. Please don't good break point. him. Um, we need to get Pines back. I think he's the closest of the <clears throat> center backs to being at full fitness because we don't even know what's going on with Briant at the moment. Although I didn't like Briant in that matchup anyways, because his one minus is the fact that he is slow and very I was slow. Say speed. <laughs> speed is not yeah. speed is not his game. You're right. So if we if we remember the San Jose game and the Cade Cowell goal, I was very afraid of everyone on Atlanta doing the exact same thing to to, to Freddie in that situation. Um, but the goal was fantastic. Yordi continuing to like find his footing and find his form with DC under Losada. Um, him and Flores still linking up very well from what I saw. Um, better than what I think we had hoped for. I know that they had been talking about how they've wanted to get on the field and playing together pretty much for their entire tenure at DC together, but it never really worked out. So finally getting to see that relationship come through on the field has been nice over the past couple of games as well. Yeah, Edison Flores also got the call up uh, for Peru, so yes. we're going to be. Yes, that's good. It is good for him, uh, confidence-wise. Absolutely, uh, 
and maybe that maybe he comes back sort of even even more firing on all cylinders when he when he does when he does make it back here. Uh, but if he gets hurt there, uh, I'm gonna I'm never gonna have my favorite <laughs> Peruvian dish Lomo Saltado ever again uh, if he gets hurt there. That's, yep. that's my personal threat. Hey, uh, but other good news about. DCU players going abroad and stuff. Sorga got a brace, so that's something to smile about. <laughs> Indeed. We didn't bring that up in our news. We didn't bring that up in our news. How did we not? So quickly, VVD Venlo, a second division Eredivisie side. I don't know if that's Eredivisie 2 or whatever they call it over there. I uh, scored two, I believe, both of them in the... I don't know. One he was, was man of the match. time of half time, uh, the first half, and the second one was in the second half. He also did an uh, interview with... I, he has an interesting way of speaking English. I think the Estonian dialect of English is it's it was very interesting to watch. Go find it. They 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 posted it. I believe uh, we might have liked it. I don't know if we retweeted it. It's out there. It's something to it's something good for him. Confidence is great. I I, I don't think he's coming back here. I think mm-hmm. I think no matter what, this is about this is about a sell on and hopefully vent the. Uh, Vey, 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 I believe is the way that they pronounce it. Hopefully they get promoted and they're happy enough with him to to buy him for at least the million dollars we paid for him. Yes, exactly. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, one last note that I had about the game, and probably a question for you guys as well. Why aren't we checking VAR again? Right? I thought for both sides of the game, right, you look at Atlanta or you look at D.C., there were at least two opportunities where the center judge could have went to the, could have went to the small TV and at least looked it over, whether or not he confirmed what the fourth official was telling him or not, um, is you know up to the imagination at this point. But I thought that was there in place for a reason, and apparently it just didn't get used on Saturday night. They were out of tokens. Yeah, they, they have VAR tokens, and they're yeah, out of them. I, I I have watched I have watched the the Joseph Martinez goal. I I I would say that was the one I I had the most questions about, um, and I freezed it. Other than also the um. I think the Kempen got very, very fortunate in a lot of ways not to not to lose the um, not not to lose a penalty there. Um, I don't know if the referee just thought he had dragged the ball enough. I, I don't know, but um, I, I do Agreed. think I, I think it was close uh, on the offside. It was maybe it warranted a look. Uh, maybe it was close it enough was, that they. It was like they, an Alfaro toe that put him on. Yeah, it was. It was. Similar it was really to how close. Reina had a goal called offside against i believe was it was it cincinnati or columbus in one of those away games where we were oh, I, I think you're talking about Mo, did moses Nyman pick up a goal or was it maybe moses, i thought moses yeah, Nyman scored and it was yeah. offside it was moses yes that's but it was yordi who was offside earlier in the build-up that led to moses's goal being ruled out and it was yeah. a very similar situation where it's like benefit of the doubt he should have been onside but whatever it's one of those situations except it was the flip side of that coin right? right so oh well i mean it was a goal if you look at it it's a goal but i would have liked the center judge to at least gone over you know it's a very close call when dc players are kicking the ball away from the center spot pushing it back to kemp and like <laughs> this is offside pointing to the video board and seeing it themselves but it's similar to when uh, base runners it's like when base runners don't leave the base after after instant replay and they just stand there forever so I think I think you're right. Yep. Uh, the DC obviously had a had a take on it, and uh, the officials did not share it. So that's <laughs> how it goes. Uh, Angus, thanks for calling, and uh, I appreciate uh, our, you know supporting the show and calling in. Yep. See you guys. Please make it to take the care. stadium this Saturday. It's going to be a great game. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Mario Maya uh, in the press box 
for El Tiempo Latino uh, said he was basically his seat was right in line with uh, with the defensive line, and he said from from his perspective it looked offside as well. So the the press box does have a kind like for that particular angle and that particular like it actually is actually a good spot for that. So either way, uh, it didn't it didn't matter. It, sometimes that happens. You gotta it, with the with the with the expected goals the way they were and the chances that, they, that the team spurned. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter really. Yeah, the team the team got themselves back. They got themselves yeah. back off a of unbelievable goal from from Jordi Reyna. I wish, I wish we had gotten to see it live. Uh, I'm sure the people in the stadium enjoyed it, uh, but we did not. I, all we heard was the replay, and suddenly, um, um, you know, Dave Johnson's getting really excited, and uh, the ball's in the back of the net. And I, I look at it, um, quite quite a funny moment. I thought that was almost like a designed play. I, I, I but apparently oh, I it was. Apparently it wasn't. I saw I saw Gressel coming in, and everybody kind of lifts up. They're just like, "Calm down, calm down." I don't know. I, that that seemed like a design play to me to like almost like throw off everybody. But apparently it wasn't. Apparently Gressel really wanted people to calm down, and he just uh, slid the ball in the back of the net. Um, I thought other than the goal, Yodi Rainey was excellent. Um, yep, another player, match. I want a player I want to shout out because he was getting some some flack when he was subbed in over Edison Flores. Uh, Drew Skundrich. I thought had an excellent, excellent, excellent game uh, in that center field. He brings a lot of energy there. Uh, had a really nice opportunity. Almost got a goal. I actually forgot. I, I guess I got so just into like the fact that we gave up that goal. I forgot how many opportunities DC had. You had all. I think you had Edison Flores had a header point blank. Yep. Does everything you're supposed to do. I mean, e- even the some some of the opportunities they had. I mean, you you. The, they were opportunities that any other day I think go in the back of the net. Um, Ola Kamara as well had a header that just grazed wide. I think he does everything right there. At least anything you can really point out to. He has the bad miss, yes. Uh, by the way, I, I would go back and look at that. Um, I think I, I have to go back and find a replay. I think Gressel might have been a step offside, though maybe with you know how everything's been called. Um, I, th- I think maybe that might have gone. I, that's what I'm telling myself is that Gressel would have been ruled offside even if even if Ola Kamara had buried that. Um, but still, um, Gra- Brad Gazan has had a good game. He made a couple nice saves. Made a really nice save on uh, on um, Felipe. Had had an excellent opportunity to tie it up and at least rescue a point for this team. That um, was the best chance probably for in the in the late buildup. I think that was the one that could have that could have gone in. Didn't work out, but yeah, good effort. Yeah. But uh, I guess uh, what uh, anything anything else you want to bring up from this game? Anything anything no, you I, noticed? I mean, I think overall uh, it, this this had sort of an early early season feel. The mm-hmm. missed opportunities were very very haunting. The goals Atlanta scored were not great. The the Atlanta was roasting us on on the counter. That is what Atlanta does. That is what Atlanta has always done. Uh, they are extremely effective on the counter. The speed at which they break and the and the runs that their players make to create danger. Uh, were on display, uh, and we didn't really have an answer for it. I think the midfield to me seemed uh, not not as good as it normally was. I feel like mm-hmm. they weren't they were not they were not as uh, Canals is coming back from a long long layoff and theoretically had had no training yeah. up to that point and just steps in and plays I, almost ninety at eighty something minutes. Um, so I think I think we build back to that. I think that I think we'll I think maybe the our, our next game is this weekend against Philly. Philly. Not know. a not a great dance partner for for sort of a uh, a, a situation where we need a, need some points. Uh, I think that this 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 recent run has not helped us out very much. Uh, now we're I believe we're now on twenty seven points, same as Atlanta. Uh, so, you know, you're not you're not in a panic situation mode right now because this team was never going to challenge, um, despite our 
comments when things went really well. We're not really going to be a top one, two, or three side on the East. So now we're still like, we got to stay in the conversation. I believe we're still, I think we're still eighth. Is that right? Seventh. 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 So we're, seventh we're there. Seventh the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. We're, we're in there right now. So it's just a matter of continuing to accumulate, you know, a cup, you know, try get, get to your point of game, get, get, get into that range. And then you can, and then you can, th- you know, feel more comfortable about your, where you're at. I, I think it's, you know, I, I guess a question for you. This team finishes eighth. Let's just assume that happens. Are you? Di- are how? Di- what's your level? Because dis- you're disappointed. I think yep. at this point, the co- course of the season, the expectation for this team should be to make the playoffs. Right now, they they have done enough to make the to to warrant the idea that they that they can make the playoffs. Um, and I, I think that's a reasonable expectation for this team. Uh, but if they miss it, what's your level of disappointment? Uh, I would. S- you know, I think it's it's different territory now where we're not, where we're almost for sure not going to talk about the coaching and not going to yeah. say like out Lasada out. So that's that's a different perspective of like what how how upset are you and what's your course of action and what are you saying needs to be done. I think it's clear. Arnana said it a hundred times. Anyone looking at this roster can see it. <clears throat> Investment would be good. There is some dead wood to be cleared. There are some positions that can be strengthened. Like you said, we would be, based on where we're at now and the type of soccer we have seen, you would be disappointed for this team not to make the playoffs. But I think with, and we've said it we've said it from the beginning of the year, he has taken the ingredients that he had in the cupboard and, and made what he needed, what he wanted to make, right? He, he, has, he has turned this team into a pressing juggernaut mm-hmm. with a players who you might not have picked to do that, right? So I think that I would be upset that they didn't make it. It would seem to be... Uh, you know, something went wrong here in the last couple of months, <clears throat> like really wrong. Maybe the injuries were just too much, whatever else. I am not hitting the panic button. I would, you know, I'll be as loud as I always am in the off season about, we got to, we got to spend money this year. We got to spend money this year. Now it's time to, to do that. Particularly if, oh, for instance, we are all on the Ola Kamara hype train. Everyone is. If he goes as cold as he was hot for the rest of this season, Ernan will be standing on top of a a large uh, wooden box with a megaphone saying, "You need to give me a striker that 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 will that will convert, you know, greater than fifty percent of his chances, or I am going to lose it." Yeah. Um. So that that I, that's that's where I that's where I'd put it. What about you? I'm I would be I would I would be disappointed. Um. I would not be our non out. Obviously, not going to do that. But I, I this that would be Marcus an extreme disappointment considering how well this team has managed injuries how well this team has managed to put themselves in in a pretty good position uh to make right now we're still in the playoffs i think they can be i think they can be philly philly is not the juggernaut they were last season or even the juggernaut they were now and they've played them pretty well um and i think this could be a moment for them they get a, they get a week break and you know really all your all your attention is on this game is on is on trying to get yourself back in back into the win column to get yourself back into points, you've played this team fairly fairly well. Uh, you've you've deserved more than what you've gotten when you've played them, um, and I and I and I want to see them go out and, and get three points in this game and and really sort of put themselves back in the column. Uh, they still they still do have a majority of their games at home. Eight they have yes. eight remaining games at home and five on the road. Uh, and even their road games, uh, their road games against Toronto um, is one that comes to mind. Their home games are Cincinnati, Minnesota. Nashville, um, tough, some tough games mixed in there. Obviously, New York's kind of uh, they got a road game against New York. I think that's a winnable game because New York have not looked uh, very, very sharp 
Um, so, you know, I, I think it's the point is, you know, they, they, you get a two week break. Hopefully everybody stays healthy during the international break. Please everybody stay healthy during the international break. They have six games in October. Yep. Holy smokes, folks. Uh, you better hope that everyone is rested and you have a, you have a, you have a bench that you can rotate in. Cause that's going to be, that's, that's the gauntlet right there. That's the, that's where we're actually, there are a lot of games left though. Overall. Yeah. MLS is wild. Like there, there is so much more season to play here, and I think if we can, you know, it's long enough where Brennan Hines like maybe does get back by the end of the year. Maybe you know Nigel Roberta is getting close. Yeah, uh, Donovan Pine they, is getting close. Bill Hamid is getting close. Yeah, we should show. We should notice how many people were at the stadium or have watched the stream. Um, they did show. They showed Nigel Roberta, Donovan Pines, and uh, Bill Hamid participating in warmups in in a certain ways. Donovan Pines out there running. Nigel Roberto out there running. He posted on, uh, I think he posted on Instagram. He was like out, you know, with his shirt off running in D.C. I'm going to go ahead. Who is this? Nigel Roberta on his Instagram. Nigel was also in City Center, like like flexing in front of his new car with the with the 90 day tag on it. So he is <laughs> he was really having himself a DC weekend. Yeah, um, you know I think it's going to be important. And and Paul Ariola, so far, I mean, we haven't. If it was a longer term injury, we would have heard. So I I am I am hopeful. I'm not sure if he is going to be back. Um, I am not sure if he is going to be back uh, next uh, next week. But I would say maybe by the 11th he should be back. Um, so that's very very good news. Good news that it's not there. And and I kind of thought that because I kind of he pulled up and maybe he was like you know I'm out 50 50 whether I can go. And I think he's like you know what I'm taking myself out. I don't want to be missing. I'd rather just go off rested up and then we'll we'll, we'll hit it again. So hope, hopefully that is. It seemed like that that was better news than we thought. So that's very, very good. Because like I said, it's only 10 minutes of your actual designated players right. out there. Um, and they connected for a goal. So I'd be curious to see when he gets in there. Um, obviously, Bill Hamid coming back is going to be big. Uh, Chris yep. Seitz apparently making an Instagram post, too, maybe hinting that he's going to play um, on Saturday. Yeah, he had been quiet until he wasn't. So I think normally what you normally see when there's a uh, either a backup goalkeeper or a bench player, when all of a sudden they start posting a practice picture, Usually means they're about to play. Yeah. Usually, because otherwise they're like, "I this sucks. I hate. I hate social media." And, and maybe it was it was or not sort of giving Kempin every single opportunity because I I don't think you can blame him. You can't. You can't blame him um, for what happened in in the game against against uh, Atlanta. Also, I don't think he really showered himself in glory on on Martinez's goal. He does a weird thing when he comes out. He like comes out and like tries to like shimmy and then sits down. He made a save at one point, but it wasn't exactly what you want when you're, you know, facing. I don't know. It was just, it was weird. I thought maybe he could have done maybe a little better on Martinez's goal. I'm not going to put it on him, but um, again, just not. I mean, he made a couple good saves, but he hasn't really been. You haven't really. You don't leave that game thinking, oh, he's the, absolutely should be the starter. Um, even I think, take- like you said, I think you like you said, he didn't make any saves he wasn't supposed to make. He has mm-hmm. not. He's other than maybe the save on the break on Martinez was the one that you would say that's a. Harder than expected save. Other than that, he's not done it, and that's what—that's why Bill Hamid is so integral to this team. Yes. Is that the, you know, this is not a team that pinches off all chances, and that their defense just suffocates opportunities so much. The fact that uh, the goalkeeper is almost a secondary uh, figure, and, and uh, this is this is a league where you need that because the rosters are so top heavy. You need a goalkeeper that's going to give you some saves. 
that's going to keep you in games because you're going to have a lot more salary coming at you offensively than you right. have set up defensively to prevent it. So, you know, that that's really important. It's important to have a good goalkeeper that can get you those wins. That's why New England's in the place because they have Matt Turner who's playing excellent. That's why uh Seattle has a couple has a couple of good goalkeepers they've managed to rotate through. That's that's kept them in games. Uh, even LA has Jonathan Klinsman coming up making making incredible saves. How wild is that, by the way? <laughs> very wild. Very, it, very wild. It is it is the thing that drives home your mortality. Uh, it, when when <laughs> the kids, the young children of people that you that you were new in a different capacity are like playing professionally, it's it's not. I don't like it. It's no yep. good. Uh, but anyway, I think we're we're this uh, not a must win game against Philly, but you you want to see at least a point, right? You got to You got to see some a change in the luck a little bit here. You, you want to win. You want to. I, I think you. I think I. I'm going to go ahead and say I think this is a. I think this is a must win. This is a the not lose. I'm going to go ahead and say a not lose. Uh, we can't lose this game, I think. And, and I know – would it mathematically put them out of the playoffs? Sure. No. Um, but uh, but but I think it would – I think it would – it is important because then you're entering a two-week break on a four-game losing streak. It's never a good thing to be. And then you got a road game. you got to go to New, to New York, who I think you can pick up points against. But you want a little bit more momentum heading into that break. Um, so and and yeah, we'll, we'll we'll we shall see what happens on Saturday night. Uh, United it is also United Night Out, I believe. So uh, yep. definitely uh, definitely check that game out if you are if you have the ability to travel to to DC. Um, definitely go. Um, and if you're here, participate here in the poll about uh, is this game a must win? Uh, this upcoming game, I'm curious what the what the what the viewers think. Uh, just to wrap up the chat here a little bit on the game. Uh, some folks would like. And I'm I'm with this now. Uh, the shopping investment would like to be a uh, creative number ten or more child friendly start times. Five p.m. games, please. I have uh, the start time for the game uh, that I'm about to talk about. The Spirit Game is four o'clock game. Fantastic. I am able to go. I'm able to come back and still be there to put my daughter to sleep. So like <laughs> a plus as a uh, as that guy. I'm I'm all about that. Plus you know traffic's better anyway. Um, yeah. So let's 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 transition here to uh, to the Spirit Game. On Sunday. Yep. Uh, they played the Pride again. They played the Pride seemingly a million times every time finishing 1-1. Uh, they didn't finish 1-1 this time. Two one, A 2-1 victory for the Spirit. They rock it, I believe, up into third in, in, in the standings from 6th yep. or 7th. So I, we've talked about it already. Portland is at the top. And they've got a good, they've got a good margin. Casey's at the bottom, and they've got a good margin. And then everybody else is within about five points. So it's a, it's a, it's a wacky thing where a couple, a couple wins can really put you uh, in a good position. And then finally, uh, the spirit got that. They've had a rough go. We've talked about the reasons why off the field that did not help the performance on the field. But uh, just to sort of, I think the big notable fact off the bat of this game is that the Olympians were back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly O'Hara, Emily Sonnet. And Julia Rotter were back on the bench, did not start. Um, Sarah, Sarah Takarada, who had been back previously, uh, started again, uh, continues to play well. But it was interesting to sort of see how they were going to integrate these players in. The challenge, I think, for Chris Ward is that uh, some of these players who have deputized for the Olympians have done very, very well. Anna Helferty is, to me, one of the better players in the team right now as far as the level of danger she's bringing to the attack. Uh, basically, I, I would I, I'd rate her uh, to the level where the level when Tegan was really crushing it, maybe in the Challenge Cup or or, or, or previously when she had a good run before injuries. 
she's doing that well. She's she's being very very dangerous. Her passing efficiency is very very high in the league. Even that's like in the top the top twenty percent in the league. Um, so I'm I'm a stand. So I have to I have to put that hat to the side. But um, uh, so we'll get we we'll get in the game. I feel like uh, Ashley Hatch has had a very rough run mm-hmm. uh, for the last few games. Uh, if you know we've talked about how foot mob doesn't matter, but uh, she has had. Very, very poor, poor ratings of foot mob has not been getting the ball, has been marginalized completely, uh, and the chances have not been falling for her. Uh, she was up for it in this game. She was a little bit isolated, I think, in the beginning of the game. Uh, I would, I didn't say, I would say, not necessarily p- played to a stalemate for the first forty-five, but certainly not, uh, certainly not very dynamic. It, it, as the game expanded, I think humidity didn't help. Uh, but as the game continued, that's where really uh, the chances started to fly. Uh, so the you know, first half was was scoreless, but they had 60% possession in the first half. They were the more dangerous team. They just weren't able to convert. Uh, just trying to, th- I'm not going to rock through the whole game, but I think that, you know, Trinity Rodman it, continues to be Trinity Rodman. Amazingly. Yeah, she, she had a, she, I feel like she had, she had a, the entire game. I think she got like at least two or three opportunities where she got the ball in space, either through a long pass, used her speed, got into position from a, Acute angle and uh, missed about a couple times or put it wide or had hit it the saved. post twice, hit the post twice, had it saved. And then the one time she decides, nope, I'm going to hold up and see who I can find. Oh, look, there's Ashley Sanchez. <laughs> and that, even on that play, and we'll, and we'll talk about that, like th- that was still an interesting choice for her. It was a, it was a, I, I think tactically she didn't have a great game. Her physical gifts continue to allow mm-hmm. her to just drop into the game and create, tra- create havoc. She is, she's got, uh, you know, for for fear of talking to, to hammering the cliche, she has ability to uh, take the game over in small spurts, and 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 most players don't have an answer uh, for her speed and physicality on the on the wing. She can dribble past people very quickly. I, I her decision making, I think, what was questionable. I think trying to go near post over and over again on National Harris is uh, not a great one to me. I think particularly because you have the league's leading goal scorer sort of. Uh, available as a square ball within six yards. Uh, and I think that after a certain point, uh, Ashley Hatch was getting a little frustrated, th- sort of throwing her arms up and uh, not very happy with the way things went. Uh, notable absence from the first half of the game was uh, our friend Ashley Sanchez, who I guess was feeling under the weather for the first 45 uh, and then came out for the second half and made a huge difference. Uh, immediately, I, I think I called it out on, on Twitter. I was like, this game is is aching for an Ashley Sanchez. The midfield is completely being bypassed. Uh, it's it, it just it was not it wasn't it wasn't a game the way that the the spirit would have drawn up. So for the goals, Kelly O'Hara uh, crosses into the box after she subbed on. All the all the Olympians are subbed on a half except for Rodder. I believe she didn't play. If I'm correct on you substitute did not play. Um, she crosses the ball in from the left. Uh, a a <laughs> a horrible clearance by the pride, sort of like a falling backwards clearance. Rolls three feet to Ashley Hatch, and she does not miss from there. Tucks it away. <laughs> uh, tucks it away. Easiest goal she scored all year. Uh, and and then you thought, all right, well that's great. The spirit now are. I'm sorry, actually that was I had it reverse order. Marta Marta opened up the scoring on a great goal. Puts Andy Sullivan on skates. Pushes past her. Uh, as, finds the the far the far post off the inside, rolls it in. You're like, well, yeah, Marta's going to do that. A Marta always scores against the spirit. B, uh, you cannot pr- allow that much space. Obviously, Andy tried to check 
but she got past her very, very easily. Uh, and and Aubrey had no once it if it hits the post and goes in, you you've done you've you've, you've nothing you're gonna do about it. If you're not a seven foot goalkeeper, that was not gonna be saved, unfortunately for you. Uh, but after that, obviously, very short after, two minutes later. So basically, the inverse of the normal spirit problem, where they can they score and then concede, they turn the tables on the on the pride this time. Uh, and, and Ashley Hatch scored there. The game continue all spirit uh, uh, for the rest of the game, sort of looking for that second goal. It came in the 89th minute, similar to uh, uh, Trinity Robbins' 89th minute goal. They always seem to happen here at <laughs> at Audi Field. The I think the the spirit record at the at uh, Segre is one zero and five or one zero and four something very bad. Uh, but here at Audi, they 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 try to make it exciting at the end of games. Uh, if you watch it, Ashley Sanchez wins the ball right outside of her own box, plays the ball to Tori while she's on her butt, uh, gets the ball wide to Trinity. Trinity runs down the right wing. Uh, it's a two on it's a two on two at that point. Ashley Hatch makes a run. It is very available, very open within the six. I am, I'm not yelling in the press box, but in my head, I'm yelling in the press box saying, square the ball, just square it, just, just tuck it in, <laughs> she, easy goal. She had, she had Ashley Hatch running, like literally, literally saying, play me, I'm right here, right. like I'm right here. <laughs> I'm not some joker, I have six goals this year, give me the ball. Uh, but she doesn't, she plays it to the top of the box, Ashley Hatch takes a touch, moves to the left, and then just, and then I gotta be goal of the week. I, I've, I'm not seeing yet what it looks like for what, what Twitter I, says. Is it on there? I think Marta's Marta's would have been goal of the week, and then Ashley Hatch. I mean, Ashley Sanchez just pulls that. She stole of, it. Yeah. Uh, upper upper ninety curls it over. Ash, uh, Ashon Harris had no chance to save it in the 89th minute. Scores the goal. Crowd goes crazy. Uh, Spirit hold on for the victory uh, and, and a much 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 needed victory. I think I talked about it. I didn't take a picture on Twitter, but uh, after the game, there's a big uh, circle in the middle of the field. All the players, staff. Sort of really celebrating. I think Trinity was spraying uh, water at everybody. Uh, everyone was really, really happy. Sam Staub did a like a triple backflip in front of the supporter section. Uh, so they needed it. They really, really, really needed it, uh, and, and they and they got it. And I think it's great. Uh, it's great for their. It's great for the mentality. It's great for them. Sort of breaking this sort of run of bad form because it doesn't get any easier in the NWSL. Uh, they've got they've got the courage uh, on Sunday. So a week from their last game at Audi Field again. So. Uh, they have beaten them this year in Audi Field, so hope they're going to hope to do that again. That game was wild. That game had no Olympians for the, for for the courage, and their offense looked very toothless. We'll see what we'll see what goes on here uh, for them on Sunday. But uh, great performance. I know you guys have watched sort of the the end of the game. Any, any sort of things stand out for you? Any big picture uh, situations? I mean, from a all the things going on off the field with, with the team and 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 the fans, it is it is good to see that. You know the players still very much feel like they're a unit. Um, you're not seeing what what happens. They're able to sort of put the distractions behind them. I think it's an important win. You know, like I said, moving up the standings, very very tight. Uh, I'm trying to decide which which uh, which season's tighter. It's uh, it, whether it's NWSL or uh, League One. Uh, go look at the League One USL League One standings if you want to see uh, teams three through nine all tied on 24 points. Wow. Fun. fun. <laughs> It's it's wild. It's like literally going to double tiebreakers uh, for total wins and and and, and goal differential. Um, That's cool. But uh, but but I mean overall, I mean I think it's it's good to see them get the win. I think that was a they have they have squandered so many games on last minute opportunities. I was worried this was going to be it. I was worried they were going to lose. You, you know, yes, Ashley Hatch gets the goal. I'm like great. 
Pride had some opportunities. Uh, had some had some opportunities in this game. I think the Spirit outplayed them, but we've seen time and time again this team outplay their opponent and lose it at the end. And we've seen it. You know, they lost the two two nothing in Houston. I was worried this was going to be another incident like incident like that. And then Ash, Ashley Sanchez pulls something out of her hat. I really hope. We, we have so, talked her Michael Jordan game. I think it was like her flu game. She didn't have a good first half. She was wherever she was dealing with whatever she had to do and then came out and won the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was it it was mightily important as far as this team getting sort of taking back some of the some of the narrative that's been sort of surrounding this team. Um, not not completely taking it away, but just kind of wrestling it back and, 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 and bringing something positive uh, to to the to the spirit and and really underselling what how much i think fans and everybody wants this team they believe in the team that's been built uh and what's there and, and the pieces that are there yes they maybe need some a couple more pieces uh but they they believe in what's there 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 is a very very talented young team uh, and I think a lot of fans are just kind of hoping this stays together. And I think this game, you know, is emblematic of that. You have your your two most exciting stars link up on, on, a, on an amazing goal uh, to, to win the game at the end. And those are the types of moments that we I got, you know, watching this team make that run to the championship. And I, I am petrified that all the all the off field drama uh, that that also came with that team is going to you know leak its way into this team. And, and we're going to. We're going to have to basically start over again, uh, and, and that would be very, very sad for this podcast, which loves to watch teams that are good right. and teams winning. Um, so, Just yeah. just to, a quick rain on the parade, uh, North Carolina Courage have won their last three coming into, to coming into Sunday. Their goal differential is plus 13. The Spirits is one. <laughs> uh, just, just so you get an idea of, of how crazy the top end of the, of the table is, both the Thorns and North Carolina have a 13-goal differential sitting on 29, 27 points. Uh, and it's, uh, I would say other North Carolina has been much worse away. They're three, two and two versus eight, four and three at home. Uh, or, I'm sorry, five, two and one at home and three, two and two away. Uh, this is going to be a tough challenge that now the spirit have most, mostly their full complement of defenders available. Defense has sort of been the leaky boat for a while. They've had, they've had a rough go of it. I think that earlier on in the season, they are much tighter than they, than they have been. So I'm hoping to see how that goes. Emily Sonnet looked great. Uh, Emily Sonnet looked absolutely fantastic. Chris Ward mm-hmm. said that he believes her best position is center back, uh, and, and not and not left back or defensive midfielder. Uh, so I don't know what that means for Paige or Sam. At the beginning of the year, it meant Sam was on the bench. So that's something to watch. A selection headache potentially, but if she plays as well as she did uh, coming back from the Olympics. I think she's an auto start, particularly for a defense that has been leaking some goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Kelly O'Hara, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure how uh, how fit everyone is as far as their uh, how many minutes they could put on their legs, sort of so co- so close coming back. But uh, we at least now have our full complement of players uh, coming in. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I'm I'm I'm, I'm generally op- you got to be somewhat optimistic because of the way it went um, before. Uh, Sam Ewis is injured, I believe, and is not available. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. So we, we still, they don't, didn't have Sam last time they came and they, and they won't this time. So that's, that's a potentially good thing. They'll have Dabinia. They'll have Jess McDonald. They'll have, uh, they'll have Lynn Williams. Uh, so there's no shortage of opportunities for, for North Carolina, North Carolina to score. It's just a matter of, uh, how, how dangerous can we be in attack? Can we not necessarily leave it so late? Uh, and can you know what happened in the, in the in the last matchup between North Carolina and 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 the Spirit is the Spirit attacked them from the start and they didn't they didn't 
They didn't set out to soak up North Carolina pressure and hit them on the counter. They just said, we're going to go at you from minute one. We're going to dribble past everybody, and we're going to be confident. And it worked, and they beat them 2-0, I believe, was the score. Uh, I don't know that you're going to see that same that same situation now with all the courage players back in. But maybe you'll see just a high-scoring game in general because I don't think I don't think they're going to keep the courage off the board. It's just a matter of can the spirit uh, can the spirit turn up the heat a little bit on the offensive side. It's going to be a good game. Got to go see that one. Uh, obviously, uh, we mentioned uh, United Night Out this weekend, but uh, if I'm picking one of the two games to go to as far as like fireworks on the field, this is a this is a key matchup and, and one you should absolutely get your butt to Audi if you can and, and check out. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Pack that stadium. Pack it. <laughs> um, I guess with that, uh, that should just about do it. Oh, by the way, tomorrow we got the All-Star game coming up. Kind, ah, of, yes. kind of excited about that. Uh, MLS All-Stars, League MX All-Stars. I'm excited about it. I'll watch. I'm going to watch the All-Star game. Well, 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 of course we'll watch it. Yes. I am very glad that no United players will be potentially injured in it. I think that's Stop. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate that. When, like when, that? When, have you, when have you ever seen a player get injured in an All-Star game? I mean, it can happen. It's like it's it's most injuries don't happen because of no, contact. They just I, happen because muscles explode. No, 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 no. I, I I am the exact opposite. I want my players in the All Star game. Number one, it, it adds interest. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised MLS doesn't figure out a way they can maybe force it or have you know I know you got some bad teams out there, but usually you've got one or two good players because it. I mean, it's the way to to drive interest um, in going. I I have fond memories of when Ben Olsen coached. The All Star team, and, and you had and you had players like Di Rosario in there. I, I that's all. To my opinion, it's all overblown. Everybody's I, out I there. I don't even and, want. I don't even want international teams to steal my players. I don't want. I I don't want <laughs> my club players to only injure themselves playing for my team. That is how I feel about it. Anyway, am, anyway, <laughs> highlight you should definitely watch is the skills competition. I am I am putting a call out to everybody to watch that because I love this. It's goofy fun. It's all about having fun. They did it in 2019, and um, I am, Wayne Rooney I, was in it. I remember that. Yeah, Wayne Rooney was in it. I think it was like a week before he announced he was he was done. <laughs> so that was that was what did it. He was yeah. like, "This is ridiculous. I'm out of here." <laughs> maybe, maybe, but um, I am I am very much uh, I'm a very much a fan of the uh, of the of the All Star Game. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, and yeah, I think that's gonna gonna do it for this uh, gonna do it for the show, uh, guys. Thank you so so much for for watching, listening checking us out you guys are awesome and uh we will catch you guys uh i don't know but next week who knows <laughs> at least for sure on monday probably for before sure that. <laughs> vamos vamos